Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode two. <laughs> I literally just finished two, five minutes ago listening to the first episode to be like, okay, how can we improve myself? Because I'm self-deprecating. And like, okay, what do I need to not say? What do I need to say? Your editing makes it sound legit. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, oh, we sound like we've been doing this. I this know. Is professional. Professional. Not a sh- show. <laughs> yeah, because for what what happens is is I record you can on Zoom, you can record the audio track separately, so you're a separate audio track than me, so it's cleaner. So you put them together, you take out the ums and the whatever, and yeah, it sounds really good. I was very pleased. Well, you're going to have to clean this one up because, fun fact, I got COVID, everybody. Yeah, that's (sighs) the big news of the week. Sean's got COVID. So I sound a little sick and I'm sorry. She got me. I thought I would make it through the whole entire season clean. Oh. On the last day of our season. So we have to test three times a week during show weeks. Okay. Like first day of work in the week, which is Tuesday, then Thursday, then Saturday. Tuesday, clean. Great. Thursday, which I also listened to last week's, and the whole thing is like, me and Ray are doing After the Rain. Because <laughs> that was like the big thing of last week. It's a big um, deal. Yeah, it was. And so Thursday, all my family comes in and friends are in town to watch the show. Because Thursday, I do After the Rain, and then I do the summer principal Canada for Edwards New Valley. Show up, do my little COVID test, clean, perfect. I mean, I feel like sh- because of other reasons of anxiety right. of having to like, I'm like shoving down Tums, anti-nausea medication, like whatever. But I'm clear for COVID. Me and Ray do our show. It goes great. People cry. Perfect. Oh, good. Friday happens. I wake up Friday and I'm like, mm, my post-nasal drip is kind of kicking in, which I always have year round. I have terrible sinuses genetically. Me, my dad, and my sisters all do. So I'm like, oh, it's probably because I was so stressed out and now I'm done. My body knows it can relax. Do, 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 do. I don't have to dance on Friday show. So I'm just there in the corner. And then Saturday wakes up, take the COVID test. Two lines on the last day of the season. Oh, Sean. And I was like, I was downstairs and I saw the line pop up real fast. Not even in the full 15 minutes. And I was just like, Oh, <laughs> so then of course, Paul's like on top of the stairs, looking down with his phone, taking yeah. paparazzi, paparazzi photos of me, like stressed. Cause I'm like in my pajamas. I go grab a mask from the cabinet just to be safe. And the secondary test as I'm texting work, our like COVID patrol person are, and I'm COVID like, patrol. sorry, Jamie, I just tested positive. <laughs> I'm taking another test now to check. She oh. was like, I'm going to call you in a few minutes. <laughs> Paul's up there with his little phone taking photos. Get away, you sicko. Like, I, did I send you the photo? At that uh-uh. Okay, I'll send you the photo. Okay. And it's just me, like, uh, I take the second test. And it's oh, Sean. Again. So how many, did you miss any shows? But you got your- I missed one show. So okay. just the last day of shows, but it was like people's retirement shows. Oh, no, like Jim and Christy and- Jim was lucky and retired. His retirement show was the night before. So I got to watch him do- Tchaikovsky okay. plotted it for his, but okay. I missed like Christie's for her Chaipaw, and I I didn't get to see Lisette do After the Rain, and I didn't get to see Carly's last show with Ballet, even though she's not retiring, she's going to um, Oregon Ballet Theater as a soloist. 
like her last show. So I missed all that, which is sad. And mm. then Sunday there was, Christy was having like a retirement party. So I missed that. But no uh, one else showed up positive in the whole entire cast. Okay. It was just me. <clears throat> so we're good. And I'm good, like, well, I guess. That's good. Yeah. And like emotionally at this moment in time, could I have handled Saturday night? Probably not. But <laughs> oh, that's so not fun. That the last day of the season. That's like Right. Really, yeah. That's I yeah. was so close to making it. Luckily, I have almost no symptoms other than just my postnatal drip and some sinus congestion. That's good. Um, so I locked out because we had some other dancers this season show up with COVID and they've had long-term COVID issues, continually Yikes. like heart issues. Oh my goodness. There is like breathing issues still continually or they ha- now have like, they're on inhaler. It, we've had a large range because even though we're, we're young and fit, you don't know how it's going to long-term affect you. Right. So we locked out. I locked out. Um, we'll see long-term though. Chris and I got it December, 2020 before pre-vaccines and it was a full 10 days of misery and luckily we have no long-term symptoms I still don't think I have my full taste buds back but what are you gonna do um and so but it was just a full 10 days of total misery body aches like I had the nasty like and that was pre-vaccine but luckily I don't think we've had too many long-term I haven't felt any my stamina took a while to get back like that was rough I was like, Ugh, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. but um, other than that, well, I'm sorry you missed your last day. Yeah, That's no fun. it's okay. Tis life. I mean, is what it is. Yeah, we had a We had a nice weekend because Chris is for you. Heard, we heard last time on the podcast, Chris is leaving Ballet West and they did this whole thing on stage for him. And Adam t- came out and presented him flowers. And then the kids like talked, you know, gave him all the car. It was just a really cute weekend lots of tears lots of tears because he's been there for 17 years as a dancer and then as a faculty but it was so cute it was so so cute everybody just you know it's nice to to hear all that stuff um they're gonna miss him but we're excited for california but that was our weekend lots of the last academy shows and then chris's farewell so now start the packing oh well okay so (laughs) we've we've already started and we're doing like that pod system thing, you know? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like just Every- ship it. Exactly. That's what everybody said to do. So we'll literally like pack the pod and like then it'll move. And so we're hoping that goes well. We had a couple of the the trainee and PTD people come and like take all the stuff we don't want because it's really cute in their apartment. They're like the the furniture store for the for the academy. And so they just take stuff and whatever they don't want, other PTDs will take or other trainees will take. It's really cute. But we got rid of so much stuff, which is good. Um, so that was also the previous weekend, um, getting just getting rid of stuff. And you don't know how much stuff you have until you move. It's right, because like, it comes out of the woodwork. You're like, what the heck? I thought I was a minimalist. <laughs> Like I, I have too many leotards. I have a whole thing of point shoes still in the, like, it's just, and then like knickknacks, like I'm sitting on the floor with like, like, here's some point shoe elastic, like rant, like here's a bath bomb. Like I don't, yeah. Yeah. You have so Do much. Do you guys stuff. know where you are living yet out there or no? Well, we're going to start moving in just to get there living with his parents because they have a nice house with lots of space and and just to get us there. And then there's also not pressure to like sell the house fast 
So we're working on that. We're talking to a real estate agent, but we'd like to have a house by the time we're married, which is September. So it'll kind of like give us a month or two buffer. Luckily with California, most people are leaving California and we're mm-hmm. going to California. So that works in our favor. Um, but yeah, we work, you know, somewhere in, we'll be in Orange County because that's where the school is, but we, we don't know where in Orange County yet. We'll just have to kind of shop around. We're kind of open to being a little further out and driving. It's fine, you know, kind of yeah. get more bang for your buck sort of thing. But I mean, especially yeah. you guys are like me, you guys are both kind of like more homebodies. So like, mm-hmm. that's where you want to invest. You know, it's not like location is, is important, but location of like the actual home. Yeah. And what the home has to offer is yeah, more than anything. Like I have all these like grand domestic plans. Like I want to have a garden and I want to like make it cute. And that, you know, like, that's just sort of how I am. So I'm like super excited to like, because so, this will be like our house. Because like I, when mm-hmm. I moved in, I moved into his house. So this is like, this will be our first home technically together um that we decide we look at we purchase together so i'm excited and it's on the best coast yeah as a west coaster you're a west coaster yeah west coast best coast well i never thought i'd be a west coaster like i was full-on east coast new york city like that's and here we are moving to california i'm kind of like excited though it's like a new new thing for me orange county is a great vibe though i feel like you'll enjoy it your mother is going to love visiting you. There. Oh my gosh. My mother's already like, and we're going to go here and we're going to go here. <laughs> and I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm also 20 minutes from Disneyland. So just saying, Sean. I might just have to reinvest in my annual pass. Actually, not anymore with the new system at Disney. I am not a fan. This whole. Oh, there's a new system. I didn't know about this. Well, the whole like, they got rid of like annual passes. They come back with like these magic keys or something like that but because of reservations it's messing up people's annual passes and because of my covid i've watched hours of disney history youtubes <laughs> i'm like i need to not be positive soon because there's only so much disney history videos on youtube i can watch before i'm going to run out of like actually good substance of it yeah. and the repeat of information but yeah no uh i don't think i would get an annual pass because when I was in Seattle, I used to have one. Oh. I would just fly down for two weekends a year, yeah. and it was worth it. Yeah. But, yeah. I still want to do Disney World with you, Sean. Like, I still – we're still – and Universal. We talked about this last time. Like, that'll be a whole thing by itself. <laughs> well, once you move out, I'll just fly out for a couple days, and we can do Universal Hollywood and Wizarding World there, and we can do Disneyland and California Adventures. Phantasmic just started playing again. I don't know oh. if you saw that. Yes. But I watched that on YouTube with no shame during COVID. <laughs> right now, I just watched the opening show of it because I'm a nerd. No, I totally, I've done that. <laughs> I saw the updates. It looks great. Do you know anybody in that show? Not anymore. No, everyone I know that worked at Disney has gone now. But um, my cousin, one of his best friends throughout college and stuff, Marianne, I guess her college job was the evil queen in Fantasmic. Nice. And she like did that for her run because she would go to college. They went. They were the Trojans. I don't know which one that is. USC, UCLA. One of the I two, whatever. No. <laughs> no clue. But they were no. the Trojans. So she would go to school for like acting or whatever, and then she would go at night and do two shows of Fantasmic. Call it good. It's awesome. 
Yeah, and then <clears throat> Jim's friend from Houston Ballet, she used to do Ariel for Fantasmic. She wow. said like, her favorite part was being carried down from the island to the rock. Oh, and yeah, because she can't walk. Yeah, no. One of the girls I went to SAB with, she also used to work at Disney in the parades and shows and stuff. But yeah, everyone, no one I know now is currently in Disney at all, like in the parks. We have a wonderful dancer that we will still continue to use for the company. He was a prince at Disneyland. He was like Philip and Eric and there's one more. But yeah, I love like hearing his stories that he was a prince at Disneyland. I'm like, Ryan, tell me more. <laughs> Princes are rare there too because yeah. they never they never use them other than like parades or events. All my friends that were princes got shipped over to uh, Disneyland Paris, or oh. they would go to like uh, Tokyo Disney because they used them a lot there for things. Hmm. But here it's rare. So what else, Sean? I might cut this out if we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think because I was actually listening to the thing and I was like, okay. And then I was like, I wonder how people are receiving this. Do we have topics to discuss? Like, We should, I'll put something out. Because literally the first, what you guys don't know is is the first episode aired this morning. So Sean and I like are recording this the day the first episode goes out. So we haven't had a chance to like really get feedback. So maybe I'll do a, a box on story or something and have people send us topics. It's what, Memorial Day weekend? So Memorial I have Day no weekend. fun plans because I'm... I tested it again today and I'm still positive. I had two lines, so mm. I'm still stuck in the backyard. Granted, it could be worse for me. I just lay in the backyard in the hammock. There you go. So like yesterday I mowed the yard and did yard work and laid in the hammock and that was my COVID experience. That's nice. And today will be the same thing. I will go lay in the hammock in the backyard. <laughs> and watch YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, right? I uh, love it. But, I love um, it. Oh, that's the other thing that we can talk about, Sean. Wedding plans. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, with this, no. I have to say with this whole move, with the move to California and the selling of the house and the constructing of the studio, people are like, are you excited for September? And I'm like, well, you know, our plan is to open the school in August. And they're like, no, 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 your wedding. And I'm like, oh yeah. But you had most of it done already. I had though. most of it done. What We got engaged July 29th of last year. And literally by September 1st, I had most of it done. And even Chris at the time was like, why? We've got a year. Like, why are you doing all of this? You, you know, relax. You've got time. And now he's like, oh, I get it because of all this stuff. I knew this was potentially coming. So I wanted to just get it done. So like I got the dress, which I put a vlog up on YouTube of me trying on the rejects. But literally like one dress shopping there it was it was the first dress I put on and then they're like oh it's on the sample sale rack you can take it home today and it's only six hundred dollars yeah I was about to be like wasn't it like uh -huh. a fourth of what the price is supposed to be oh yeah it was like about a, a thirty five hundred four thousand dollar dress that I got for like six hundred bucks I was like thanks very much I'll take it <laughs> like I'll get it altered. I don't care. Because you have to do that anyway. So it's like, yeah. let me just take it. And then we looked at venues. We were in California last year because we always go a couple of weeks every summer to teach for his parents, to visit his parents. And then we got engaged there last year. So right after we got engaged, we started looking at venues because we were like, well, we're here. So I found this one venue online that looked beautiful. It's all in one place. The the wedding, the ceremony will be outside at the gazebo. The wedding reception will be in, indoor, outdoor. Dance floor will be outside. Food will be inside. So it's this beautiful venue. We looked at it. We loved it. We were like, we don't need to see anything else. Booked. They had the date we wanted. So it was just sort of like, 
I got that done. I researched photographers and DJ. I just did it. I just did it. Well, you had time too. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. what else are you going to do in lockdown? Exactly. Plan a wedding. So I'm super excited about it. So that'll be, we'll have stories of that. Kaylee just went to our friend Emmy and Ben's wedding, which I wasn't able to go to because I was supposed to have shows and because they got married on Saturday. It was the only like long weekend they had off from their company. So then I texted them Saturday morning after I showed up positive and I was like, well, on top of having shows, I'm good, but I can't come because I would have brought the unwanted guest of Miss Rona to the wedding. So (laughs) I was just like, Sean's coming to our wedding. I am, and Kaylee's coming with me as my date again. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to start actually looking for tickets for that. Can we just stay in the hotel? Is it? The venue's not a hotel, is it? No, it's not. But I have a discount code for a nearby pretty hotel, which is where I'll be staying the night before and stuff. I should send that to you. Oh, yeah. Send it, and we'll, I'll send that we'll get to our you. room and stuff. Um, yeah. Because your wedding is the same week that I'm the best man of my other friend's wedding. That's so right. I literally go to your wedding <laughs> on Saturday, Sunday, fly back Sunday night, go to work Monday, Tuesday, maybe half of Wednesday. No, all of Wednesday. Fly to Mexico Thursday morning, do my best man duties Thursday, Friday for pre-wedding, Saturday wedding, Sunday recovery, fly back from Mexico Monday, go back to work, and then I think open Dracula like a week or two later. Yikes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my suits will be getting used. There you go. They just hang there and that will fully be in use. Yep. Oh, I was going to tell you about um, teaching. So next week I start teaching at the gymnastics place again. Okay, so update everybody. Sean has been teach. Sean's a brilliant teacher. I'll have to have you teach for me at some point. But you teach ballet to rhythmic gymnasts, correct? Yeah, so these like pre-Olympic rhythmic gymnasts. There's a compound here that's huge. And it's like four, three, three or four warehouses. I talked for them last summer randomly because I was out at a friend's housewarming. And then of course it's like, oh, what do you do? I'm a dancer. Cool. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. And then they're <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I'm just like, eh, uh-huh. whatever. Because it's always like, well, someone used to dance back in the day and then I used to go on toe. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> go on toe. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. anytime they say that, mm-hmm. I'm like, legit or it's when you say i'm a dancer and they're like oh my my three-year-old takes is a dancer i'm like okay <laughs> you know just, or like, my niece takes ballet it's just cute something just like, okay. it's always just something i'm like i'm just here to drink and celebrate my friend's new house that looks nice before we go to the bars so but yes i do i do ballet yep yeah. that's my job yep that's how i pay my bills mm, and my health insurance yes it's a real career <laughs> you, you know but then it was oh, do you ever teach? And I'm like, okay, here it goes. We're going down this road. I was like, yeah, I do sometimes. They're like, oh, okay. And then they're like, I used to be an Olympic gymnast. And I'm like, oh, okay. We can relate a little bit more now. That sounds legit. A little bit. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like, I run this gym here outside of like the city. We're looking for a ballet teacher for some of our like advanced pre-Olympian like mainly the rhythmic gymnast at the moment people and I was like oh okay well you guys have money so I don't mind that's fine and I was like yeah I'm interested in teaching and usually you say that and like sometimes it goes somewhere and usually it doesn't you're just like whatever mm-hmm. there was a follow-up email and it was like we want you to come in we want you to teach these advanced level kids that are like pre-Olympic 
trajectory. I'm like, sure, I'll come check it out. Wow, it's impressive. Two, it's also ridiculous. Three, for people who are so like, okay, so ballet dancers are very bodily, body aware. They're right. very hyper detailed and like gymnasts are, but in a different way. And so these rhythmic gymnasts, I'm like, okay, great. You guys are even more flexible than any dancer I've ever seen in my life. What you guys are doing coordination wise is impressive because I can't even throw a, a baseball and you guys are throwing clubs and everything else and catching things with your feet. But then to watch them do a ballet class, like a beginner ballet class, I'm like, ooh, we are going to have to go back to square one. Oh, dear. A, a whole different thought process for them. Like it's wow. like they're just used to like using their bodies in a different way. And like, yeah. I was like, you're being so coordinated when you're throwing something and not having it hit your face. You guys are really struggling just doing a tondu or an arabesque. Wow, that's like just so the court. It's just so intriguing to see the difference. And it's one of those things we talked about like last week, how like theater and ballet worlds are complete same. Wow. It, it's like only this summer now I got the schedule and it's expanded. So it's not just the rhythmic gymnast, but I'm actually going to be teaching more of the departments of the whole entire compound. It's like other people wanted my skill set. They saw the outcome of what happened last summer. Nice. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. It's, it's more hours, more money, whatever. I'm not doing anything in my life during the summer. Yeah. So I start that next week. So we'll see. There's a lot of crying in a gymnastics gym, which I'm really used to. Yeah. A lot of tears. Huh. I feel like, bad. Like in ballet, you like if you're crying, you hide it. Like you run out to the ballet. Like you don't show like there's no crying in ballet. Like like yeah. there's no crying in baseball. Seriously. There's no like you can't no. That's so interesting. But there's a lot of oh, and I just feel bad. And it's like one of the girls are like bawling and still throwing their like hoop around, doing their routine. Wow. And it was all because like there was a bad step or a bad catch or whatever in like practice or like they're, pra they're practicing some, like a new move. And I'm just like, you guys, I thought ballet was rough. Mm. This might be worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also can't imagine, like at least we don't have to compete for medals. I don't know if I could ever do that. I don't think so, I'd right? have- I, No, I don't think I have the, the, what is the word? Like the personality for that. I feel like I would crumble and be like, bye. Like I can't do this. Every four, and it like, if you're off that day, like every four years, like what's her name from the London games? Like she was like the super vaulter, like she was gonna get gold. And then she fell like on the day, she'd never fallen, never fallen, never fallen on the day fell. And then she got silver. And it's like, you can you imagine the like, then it's like, okay, either I, that's it. Or I have another four years. Yeah, I don't like, know. I mean, Michaela Maroney. That was her name. Michaela Maroney. Yeah. So then like I'm in ballet class with them and I'm teaching them something and ballet is a whole different mindset for them and a different way to move their body. Like, so I'm there just to help out and, and know that like their coach wants them to, um, because there are very similarities in what they're wanting from their gymnasts in between the big trick steps. Mm. Like they do want actual ballet steps or actual ballet positions they do want turnout i didn't know that mm. and like proper placement and like how we do things so i'm trying to like teach them that or whatever and a lot of them because they're they haven't thought of it this way like they either rest on their flexibility or their joints but then like i'm trying to correct them and i'm making them do something again and then it just starts crying mm. and i'm like i didn't say it was i just said we're working on like it's a you have to work on it Right. I understand because I'm the same person that 
if I was bad at something right away, I never did it. Right. Oh yeah. I just stopped doing it. Wasn't <laughs> something I would go down. Like I didn't get past T-ball because I was not good at throwing and catching a baseball. Soccer I stuck with all the way through swimming. But like, if I'm bad at something, I just don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I totally understand. I've always been that way. Unless I'm naturally good at it from the start, it's not a thing. And I'm just like, I'm like, guys, we're in ballet class. This, it's not that deep. It's not that serious. Like, it's okay. We're here to like work. Yeah. And I'm here just to like make it so you guys can do your best. Yeah. It's fine. Like, there is no medal here. There is mm-hmm. no show. So now seeing how, how they are, and I understand like they're physically like abusive to their little bodies and they're throwing those, their bodies around like worse than we are. Yeah, I see like the artistic gymnasts too and the vaulting and the bars. I did gymnastics for like one summer when I was like seven and I hated every second of it. Like I would say to my mom, I'd be like, mom, can we take the long way? Because I wanted to like cut off as much time as possible. So she'd be like, no, Katie, you have to be on time. I'm like, but I don't like it. Like, just, She's like, you'd make me drive the long way to gymnastics because you hated it so much. So I, yeah, what they're doing to their butt, it hurts, man. It hurts. It just, I mean, yeah. Ugh. I thought we were abusive to our bodies, but that is a whole different realm that I could never. Mm-mm. But at least now, now after one summer teaching and this summer, like I'll approach it a little bit better, a little bit different, knowing the hyper emotional aspect of it. That I'm just like That's so interesting, right? Mm-hmm. I just I'm like, oh, yeah. Is this healthy? Because <laughs> like in ballet, you just sort of swallow it. Like you're told what to do, when, with whom, and you just go, okay. Like, just, you might not like it, but you don't have a say. It's just yeah. sort of like, that's it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's my only, like, new update for the week. I, I look um, forward to hearing about that next week. Yeah, no. I was literally hired specifically with no question. The sentence was, we need them to learn how to do fuetes correctly and Alice phone turns. <laughs> Great. I know where you want them to end up, but we've got a lot of steps to get there. If that's, if you want them to do it correctly, like in a position and it's like three weeks in, they're like trying to do them. So they're like, so we just want this a little bit better. And I'm like, I understand that. Yeah. I'm getting, I was like, we're at basics. I was like, we're just trying to work on like how to turn out your leg. <laughs> and tondu. <laughs> and just balance on one leg. Like balancing in a posse is really hard for them. Wow, because they're not so... used to shifting their body and like be it's just an aponche their knees hurt in a ponche i've never ever heard of a knee hurting in a ponche because it's maybe because they jam back and lock into it yes they sit um... back so instead of being up and over you and they're like oh ponches i'm like let's practice our because they they turn in a ponche wow that's oh like, yeah that's... like that's crazy yeah yeah yeah. Pirouette, yeah and they and they're always like they're trying to get more than two rotations in there but they're always falling i'm like let's work on our ponches and they're like oh but our knees i'm like why is your knee hurting ponche like my knees hurt in fifth position because i'm faking turnout like i'm not stupid i know why my knees hurt but never (laughs) in a ponche and i'm like if your knees hurt in a ponche you're not doing them right like that's that's locking back into your knee that's actually really dangerous right i was like someone's gonna snap something so we like i make them just go like pondu lift their leg lift their leg over to the ponche look like a nike swoosh then i'm like you should be able to relevate in a ponche and they're like how 
because wow. it's so far back. Huh. That's so interesting. Because, yeah. yeah, they're rock back in their hip. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess if you're that hypermobile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With what they do. That's why I never will have that issue. So I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't. And I can't imagine throwing something up in the air, doing somersaults and whatever, and then just catching it, like, with your feet. Like, I just, <laughs> like, I'm not that coordinated. <laughs> and they're, like, bouncing stuff off of body parts to then catch again. It's too, it's very impressive. Yeah. And I just don't get it. It's, Yeah. Well, we, I look, we all look forward to hearing how that's going, Sean. That'll be exciting. Yeah, we teach at the Dallas Conservatory next week. We meaning Chris and I. Anytime you hear the word, when I say we, um, if you don't know who I am, I, I, my fiance's name is Chris, and we both are ballet dancers. So that's who I'm talking about. Um, so we're kind of a package deal. He goes this weekend to have his bachelor party, and then we go to teach. It'll be fun. I'm having a girls weekend with all of the – significant others who aren't going to the bash so we're like let's do a little girls weekend here so we're gonna go have tea at the grand america hotel and we're gonna probably shop you know <laughs> just like girls weekend so that's that'll be this upcoming weekend for me a fun little staycation mm -hmm. so one more ballet topic since we should probably talk a little bit about ballet but hey um Summer intensives are coming up for a lot of people. Did you have a favorite summer intensive? I only ever went to, mm. and I was actually never allowed to go to summer course growing up for a long time. Um, because my family is a family of three kids, mm. it was always like um, summer was family time. That's yeah. like when we traveled, that's when we were all together, we were doing stuff. So like my parents, I don't think they really understood the whole point of summer course and how important it was younger. So like I didn't do my first summer course until I was 15, 16. Oh, okay. I always took the summers off. Well, and um, you went to PNB for the year. So it's like you were getting yeah. solid training. Well, yeah, but the PNB school is still telling me every year to quit. So oh. whatever. <laughs> and they're like, where are you going to summer course? I'm like, nowhere. They're like, oh. But I wanted to go to National Valley of Canada for summer course always because that was like the cool thing to do at PNB. PNB mm -hmm. would uh, pick like two or three students and they would do the exchange program. I think SAB does it like with Royal Danish and stuff too. Um, something like that. And they just yeah. swap students. But I knew I was never going to get picked. I'm not a favorite there. So I found out you could go up to Vancouver, Canada, right above Seattle and go audition. So oh. I did that and I got in. Just because I wanted to tell the principal of PNB school, where are you going? And my reply to be National Ballet of Canada. Nice. <laughs> which I did. And her reply back was, well, we didn't invite you to go there on exchange. And I replied back because I'm a smart ass. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why I went and auditioned and got in. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you tell a student they're never going to be a professional ballet dancer. Uh -huh. They try to do everything to prove you wrong out of spite and bitterness and revenge. <laughs> yeah totally. and that's what I did so I replied back with that and she goes oh so then I went to NBS that was fun but I did not know NBS was like their summer course was only auditioning for the year round it wasn't like a normal summer course oh I had no idea yeah it's like if you go there you're trying to go there year round which obviously I was not right yeah so I it was actually a really fun summer program in Toronto I loved it so if anyone wants to go I recommend just going hmm 
And then I went to SAB afterwards and that was fun. Just were we at SAB at the same, when were you at SAB summer? Did we figure this My out? My summer course was when you got hired. Okay. So it was right before, because I got, my my first summer course was with Zach. Oh, okay. With his summer before he got into the year round, because that was your then Juliet year. Okay. His first year in school was your apprentice year. Okay. So yes. I got, yeah, I was just one summer off from you. Okay. And then I was there for three years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I feel like we figured that out at some point, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. Just because my summer was your Saratoga, Romeo and Juliet summer. Yeah, that was 2006. Because mm-hmm. uh, Callie was taking summer course class still, and she was about to be an apprentice before she was originally supposed to do Juliet. That's right. Because originally, if you didn't know, I it was did all the, students. It was going to be students. I did the balcony pot at a Sean Lavery's balcony pot at a 2006. The full length was, they were starting the full length that fall for the next spring. And originally, it was going to, Juliet was going, Peter wanted like accurate age. So he wanted like actual 14, 15 year old students to do it. But that is something that you can't have a student carry a full length. Like it just, it soon got, there were four of them. It soon got very evident that it was like, okay, they're talented, but this is too much to ask of a child. So they, that's when they pulled in Sterling, Tyler Peck and myself and Erica Pereira. But Erica was already an apprentice, but she was like 18. So we were all, Tyler, Erica and I were all 18. Sterling was maybe, I don't know if she's four or five years older than me. I can't remember. She was young still, though. We were all young, but we were actual pros. Yeah. Um, no, that was my summer because it was, yeah, Callie was there. And uh, who was it? Cameron. Cameron just got hired. He was still there that summer. And Justin Peck, he was just hired. Yeah, Justin Peck he got in with me, actually. he Justin Peck and I were partners in workshop. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, yeah, because he was there that summer. Yeah. Still taking our men's class. Him and Cameron Dyke, they were like there just in case they had to go to Saratoga. Right. Because the we all, there eight of us got hired, but he needed the women for Swan Lake. So the women all went to Saratoga. The boys stayed and took the summer intensive. Because that's what happens. If you get an apprenticeship, you stay and take the summer intensive to yeah. keep training unless and you're needed. It? it was Cameron, Justin, Anthony. Yes, Anthony Huxley, who is now a principal, was also my year. Who was just as stunning back then as he was stunning now. Oh my God, he was like, he was the, he came into the school and everybody was like, oh, who's this kid? Um, And he's just matured. And David Protus was my year. Robbie Fairchild was the year before, I think. Yeah, he was already in the company when I was there. With Andrew Scordato, Devin Alberta, who's the other one? There was like, he took like five boys Robbie's year and like no girls. And so then he took four boys, four girls my year. Yeah, so that's my summer course thing. I also think people need to not take summer course too seriously. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You can go somewhere without a big name and have good training as long as it's good teachers, a good schedule. But I also want to say more classes does not always mean better training. There it just you means you're tired. Mm-hmm. I remember at uh, Houston and CPYB when I did both of them, it was like four classes a day with an optional fifth. And I just remember at CPYB, I was 12. And my mother was like, you are not doing a fifth class. Like, this is ridiculous. You're 12. Because I just, at a certain point, you're just like plowing through. If, if you're just present and aware and focused in the classes you do have, you're fine. I think four to five hours a day total is fine, not four to five classes a day. What do you do for five, four classes? Isn't it just the same <laughs> class over and over? Yeah, we did at CPYB. I remember doing technique and then point and then another technique. 
and then like a variations or a point, and then in the evening was the optional class. I think even that fourth class might have been like Pilates or character or something, but it was two techniques with a point in between, and then a fourth class, and then the fifth class was optional or something. Like it was like it was so much. Houston Ballet was similar, I think, but it was instead of the fourth class, it was two hours of rep for the end performance. So it was like technique point variations or point and pot at a, a second technique class and then two hours of rep and Houston was six weeks when I went I don't know if it's still six weeks now but it was just like it was my favorite one because I improved so much but by the end I was like oh my gosh I'm so tired and I was 14 so it was like I want to go home <laughs> I love ballet but not this much like three classes a day at most is all you need if you actually like just focus while you're in it, you're fine. And my summer at Houston was the year Stanton Welch took over. And so it was, I remember him like coming in and watching class and I was like, oh, that's the new, new director. And like, it was this big deal. And now he's, you know, he's been there forever, but it was, I remember that vividly. Well, when I was at SAB, Peter came in, Peter Martins came in to watch men's class. Cause I was there the year they were making those floating studios up above. So we were oh, using- yeah. We were using the company studios, like us advanced level people. So we were down on the company floor, like at the bottom of the stairs in the studio. And I remember it vividly. I'm in class, flailing for Jesus, per usual, very casually, socializing in the corner because <laughs> I like to keep things fun so I don't burn out. That's a good, that's a good, yeah. Right? Good and I'm in class and it's like all of us men's class and it was a jock soda class. So my little thighs were dying. And by little thighs, I mean very large thighs, we're dying. And everyone goes, oh my God, Peter's here. Peter's watching. Peter's watching. I look around. My reply then to people in the corner is like, you guys are stupid. Peter's in veil with the company. He's not here. I thought some old man was just watching class or whatever. Didn't know who he was because I'm an idiot. And I thought they meant Peter Bull, which is the only Peter I knew of. Oh. Yeah. So I continue to flail and dance how I dance and still socialize in the corner between combinations. It was Peter Martins. Oops. <laughs> came in to watch. I've never seen him in my life or knew about him because I'm an idiot and I'm not a ballet nerd. So I don't Google where I'm going beforehand. Yeah. Oh boy. I was like, good first impression, Sean. Real good job. <laughs> he, I remember him watching the first day of my summer, like day one of my summer intensive. Cause I was in, the second time I went, I was in six, the top level. And so he just came in and sat down day one. And I was just like, oh boy, <laughs> like, this is, this is going to be rough. And, yeah. At least you knew who he was. Yeah, I just I continued to be like, doop, 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 doop. you know what we're going to do? TLA go, perfect. What I like to do, let's flail. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> and literally replied back saying, you guys are so stupid. Peter's not in this room. Oh my gosh. As he was like, very strong saying you know how he does yeah oh yeah he he would sit there and did he have the blurry glasses on where you like the lenses are purposely blurry so you don't know where he's looking that sounds psycho uh, <laughs> he had glasses on yeah i didn't know they were like purposely like don't look at me glasses but i could see him wearing those uh, i don't know no, if that's was... actually true but that's what we all came up with because like you could never quite see where his eyes were looking no he came in in his jeans and the button-down uh -huh. shirt with and just sat and watched Yep, he just- It was probably yeah. better. I wasn't nervous, but I didn't know who he was. So I was like, let's just keep flailing. That's probably better actually, because it's it, like, it's terrifying. When the director comes in the room, like your legs don't work. 
You're like, why can't I dance? I can't do anything. What happened to my technique? Like, <laughs> Always. Well, on that note, this was another great episode, Sean. Thank you. It's just a nice way to stay in contact. And, I agree. It's like And we, like catch up with you. Yeah, we have our like weekly chat. And hopefully everybody <laughs> is entertained by it. And then Sean and I are supposed to do some guestings in the fall. We might add some vlogs to this. Are you able to do that guesting? Do you know yet? Uh, I just need official information on the schedule so then I can request those days for guesting. So I just need to know like exactly what day we would have to be there by. Okay. And like if we have to be there for like a tech run or a dress rehearsal, we just like what we now do, just show up and do shows and leave. Mm -hmm. That's all I I need to know so I can request exact dates. Okay. um, because there's things. there's two of them. There's the September one and the October one. So I'll send you stuff. Yeah, just let me know, and then we can figure out what we have to do for them, and then we can get approval for stuff for ballets. Because cool. I don't know, are we allowed to say what we want to do on this vlog, or what is sure. this called? A podcast? Pod- I mean, <laughs> we want to do After the Rain and Carousel, which are two wheeled and ballets. I would love to do After the Rain with you and Carousel. I've never done. I've only done After the Rain with Ray. I learned Carousel at PNB with Carly. So Yeah, and I've done Carousel, not After the Rain. So I'll have to grow my hair out <laughs> or wear extensions <laughs> or not worry about it. You don't have to. No, because uh, Carly asked if she had short hair here. Edward asked Chris specifically, like, she has a bob. Do you care? And he's like, it's fine. Cool. And then Ray actually asked, too, because she was like, do I need to get a wig or her natural hair or whatever? And he was like, whatever she feels comfortable with. Cool. So. All right. It's just down. Awesome. Well, thanks, y'all, for listening. I'll put a thing on Instagram or somewhere for you to send us topics you want to know about, and we'll uh, we'll check in with you next time. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye.